And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is another Saturday evening right here in Alabama, and that means you're listening to Two Beards Talk, and I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. I'm waiting for it. For what? You ain't going to get me with it. <laughs> I do what I want. Like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. I did a thing today. What's the thing you did today? Well, you know, yeah, I, t- I told you I went to Walmart earlier in Scottsboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, as I was pulling in, I saw a guy standing on the side panhandling. Of course. And but But this sign, this sign kind of. Made me pause for a second because it said, it said homeless veteran. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. So I went in, did my shopping, come back out, did some things, and rode back through. And he was still standing there. Right. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. He may be a homeless veteran. He may not be a homeless veteran. But I'm going to take the chance. So I just rode by him, rolled my window down. I was like, here you go, man. I had him like 10 bucks. It's all that cash I had on me. I was like, you know, it's like it's not much, but you know, maybe it helps. So I did a thing today. Well, it's the season of giving. <clears throat> well, I just like I said, I don't know if he's a homeless veteran, but you know, seeing signs like that pisses me off. Because there are homeless veterans in this country. There shouldn't be. But there are indeed. But there are fucking thousands of them. Yes. And it's fucking bullshit. It really is. So I played the averages and just went ahead and said, "Yeah, he probably is." Well, that was your that was your good deed for the year. You're trying to get on Santa's good list, aren't you? I really am, man. <laughs> One of three hundred eight. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Oh uh, yes, yes, Christmas right around the corner. We're snaking up on her. Yes, yes. This year has fucking flown by. Yeah, it's because we're adults now. We I have to know. Work. <laughs> Fucking jobs. I know. Fucking adulting. See, I have a sneaking suspicion that if we were millionaires, the year would go by slower. We wouldn't have to work. Yeah, that's true. We just sit at a house and fucking do what we wanted to do all day. It'd be nice. Shoot my bow or something. Or buy a 308. Or buy a 308 and shoot that fucker too. I'll shoot my bow at my 308. Same time. See if I can hit the bullet out of the air. I would no cross just, shot no <laughs> not head on that would be stupid cross shot no <coughs> oh man yeah right around the corner eight days eight um officially eight days until old Saint Nick <coughs> comes creeping down your chimneys so we're not gonna bore you with the typical bullshit that we would normally bore you with as much as we try to make it entertaining it's really hard no we're gonna have some fun yay 36 fun christmas facts that even santa might not know oh i bet santa knows now i have not looked at this list so these these will be just as much informational for me as it will be for the rest of you yeah i definitely haven't looked at the list because you're the one that pulled it up exactly so we're gonna get right into this hell yeah the highest i'm gonna ask you the highest grossing christmas film of all time what do you think it is the highest grossing christmas film of all time <coughs> did it have bruce willis in it? no <laughs> uh man i really want to say just because I love this movie so much, A Christmas Story, but I know that's not it. Nope, not it. Miracle on 34th Street. Nope. I don't fucking have a clue. I will give you a hint. It was made within the last five years. Oh, fuck me. I don't know. I haven't watched a Christmas movie in the last five years. The computer animated version of The Grinch from 2018. Wow, really? Highest grossing Christmas film of all time. Man, y'all need to like stab your game up. That's dog shit. The 2018 computer animated film brought in $512,858,819 worldwide. Yeah, step your game up. That's, that's no, I don't like that. <sighs> I like The Grinch. Not that one. I, ha- I haven't seen that version of it. 
mm. the original from like like, like the, you mean the original cartoon yes from like way back when yes with yeah. thorough ravenscroft yeah that was you're a mean one mr grinch yeah that was that was a good version um the one with jim carrey didn't so much like that one though. i liked it i didn't so much like that one. i liked it uh i don't know it just i it, it didn't it didn't do it for me i liked it it was uh, but christmas vacation is another one <laughs> shatters fall <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be cousin eddie did you find your trapper hat i have not found the trapper's hat yet but i will find the trapper's hat yes christmas vacation is another i would say my top three christmas movies the Grinch, Christmas Vacation, and A Christmas Story. <coughs> See, I would, I would, I agree with you on like, I, I kind of have to agree on all three because there's not really any more iconic Christmas movies that I watch. Like, I watch A Christmas Story, I watch Christmas Vacation. I used to watch The Grinch when I was little, but let me throw a wrench in that plan. <coughs> Don't you say Elf? No, fuck that. I mean, I do like Elf though. <laughs> um, fucking Home Alone. The original, the OG Home Alone. Yeah. Just for what it was, man, it's iconic. I still want to know what the hell Kevin McAllister's dad did to have a house like that and afford a fucking trip to Paris for the entire fucking family. There, there is a theory that he was a mafia boss. That is what I've heard. And it kind of makes sense, though. I mean... It does. Like, you never see what he does for a living... Um, he wasn't the, the slightest bit nervous when the cops walked in his house. Yeah. As an average human would be. Yeah. So that means he's kind of used to dealing with cops. Yep. And, you know, I, I, just, he, I think he was a mafia boss. He, he very well may have been. He Who might, knows? he might not have been, uh, the, uh, the Don, but he was capo regime. <laughs> <laughs> Considietti. Yeah, maybe. Oh, man. Die Hard. I don't give a shit what the fuck any of you out there say. Die Hard is a fucking Christmas movie. Even Bruce Willis says it's not. No, he says it's a Bruce Willis movie. (laughs) He's like, the only reason that that roast he did, he's like, the only reason I agreed to this roast is so I could finally get this off my chest. Die Hard is not a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, and then he followed it up with, it's a goddamn Bruce Willis movie. It's true. It is a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, man. No, it is a Christmas movie. I mean, it, it takes place on Christmas. So it has to be. It's a fucking Christmas. B- the first two both are Christmas movies. And uh, what about Black Christmas? Never saw it. It was it was okay for a horror-themed Christmas movie. I want to see this new one that's coming out. Um, where Santa Claus just goes like haywire and starts fucking murdering those thieves. Mm. Yeah, I want to see that. Yes. But, uh, yeah, Die Hard is definitely on the list. Die Hard 1 and 2. Yeah. For unconventional Christmas movies. Yeah, very unconventional. Um, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they all count. I don't give a shit what any of you say. They all count. If it takes place on Christmas, it counts. It is a Christmas movie. But we digress. Next fun fact. I uh, did. Candy canes. Okay. Holiday favorite treat. Everyone uh-huh. loves them. Yes. Really good to mold into stabbing weapons. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you within 30 years. Uh-huh. How far back to candy cane? Candy canes date. I'll give you within 30 years. Within 30 years? Dude, I'm kicking it old school, like, 1890s. No. Wow, older? Or new, or, older. Oh, older? Holy shit. Much older. Holy fuck. 1670. Jesus. It's old as fuck. That's how far back Candy Cane's date, 1670. Huh. <clears throat> According to history.com, 
The choir master at the Cologne Cathedral in Germany gave the red and white sugar sticks to young singers to keep them quiet during the living crush tradition on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. He was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. He literally. Oh, man. Next fun fact. Not a lot to say about that one. The busiest shopping days of the year. Black Friday. No. Uh, Christmas Eve. The Friday and Saturday before Christmas are the busiest shopping days of the year. Yeah, I can see that. All those last minute fuckers out there. Yep. I will not be one of those motherfuckers this year. <laughs> According to recent statistics, the top 10 busiest shopping days in the U.S. account for nearly half of all holiday retail traffic, including the weekend before the big day. That would be this weekend. That would be. Ah, damn, I was one of those motherfuckers. Son of a bitch. Huh. Huh. The Catholic Church has tried to ban the mythical holiday beast, Krampus. Fucking why? The half-man, half-goat figure is said to come around at Christmas time to punish naughty children. During the 12th century, the Catholic Church tried to banish Krampus celebrations saying the beast resembled the devil. Okay, like, but let's be let's be honest here. <coughs> Raise your hand if you haven't been canceled by the fucking Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> they try to fucking cancel everything. Not Epstein Island. No, that's because they were going there. <laughs> oh, here's a fun one. The movie Polar Express. Yeah, yeah. Didn't watch it. Never saw it, but... Of course, we know Tom Hanks played the conductor. Yeah. He also played a part on XP Allen. <laughs> Sorry, had to get that one in there. Well, according to this, Tom Hanks played six different roles in the Polar Express. Well, I mean, it was just voice acting, so that <laughs> doesn't surprise me. True. In addition to voicing the conductor, Hanks also played Hero Boy, Father, Hobo, Scrooge, and Santa Claus. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, dude's got range. He does. Huh. I did not know this. Christmas has been banned in the past. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christmas got canceled. <laughs> Who fucking cancels Christmas? Uh, ah. In the mid-17th century, the Puritan-led English Parliament banned Christmas celebrations in favor of a day of fasting. Well, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, it kind of... Okay, Puritans, right? Yes. Christians. Yes. Um, Christmas is kind of a big fucking deal for you guys. <laughs> Something about the birth of your Savior. And stolen holidays and whatnot. It is what it is. Oh, did I say that out loud? Shit. He said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <coughs> huh. Why does Santa live in the North Pole? Because no one's explored the Antarctic yet. Well, that would be the Arctic, not the Antarctic. I'm talking about the whole continent. <laughs> Still too <laughs> different. <laughs> no one went south to look for the motherfucker. <laughs> The famous political cartoonist Thomas Nast established Santa's official residence as the North Pole in several illustrations in the 1800s. At the time, there had recently been a series of expeditions to the Arctic, and the North Pole was thought of as a mythical, magical place. Man, this motherfucker might live in Los Angeles for all we know. I mean, he might vacation there in the summer. I'd <laughs> vacation there in the fucking winter. <laughs> Damn. Now, he works in the winter. One fucking night. But it's a long fucking night. Xmas isn't a recent term. No. The word actually dates back to the mid-1500s. Oh, really? And gets its roots from the Greek letter X. 
You don't say. <laughs> Which is the first letter in the Greek word for Christ? And you know what's funny is like a lot of people won't write Xmas because they say you're taking the Christ out of Christmas. No, it's li- no, you're literally taking the Christ out of Christmas when you're not saying Xmas. I mean, it's both either way. So, I mean, either way works. Yeah. <coughs> Jinx. Yep. Okay. Okay. Question. Question. Real trees or artificial trees? Which one is purchased more? I would say back in the day. I, let, let me rephrase. By Americans. Real trees or artificial trees, which one is purchased more? Okay. So this is a two-prong assault here. <laughs> because these richy rich motherfuckers go after them real trees. Yeah. Because they can afford that shit. Us poor people, we go after the artificial trees. But I'm going to say by Americans, just simply because we're fucking lazy, artificial trees. According to the American Christmas Tree Association... Didn't know that was a fucking thing. Uh, It is now. Nearly 94 million households displayed a Christmas tree in 2020. Okay. And a whopping 85% of those trees were artificial. Ah, I got one. We're fucking lazy, man. What was the original name of the elf on the shelf? Fuck, I don't know. Fisby. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that elf on the shelf bullshit. The elf on the shelf was inspired by the creator's own toy elf, Fisby, who they grew up with in the 1970s. They told HuffPost that Fisby, quote, would report to Santa Claus at night and be back in a different position in our house the next day. Yeah, okay. No, your parents were moving it around on you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Let me figure out how to word this question. Uh-huh. What fast food chain is a Christmas tradition in Japan? Fast food chain? Yes. Uh, if you get this, so help me God. Um, well, is it a fast food chain? I would know. Yes. I would have McDonald's. Nope. Then I don't fucking know. Eating KFC for Christmas is a Japanese tradition. Fucking why? An estimated 3.6 million Japanese families treat themselves to Kentucky fried chicken at Christmas time. According to the BBC. It all started with a 1974 marketing campaign called Kentucky for Christmas and eventually morphed into a nationwide tradition. Well, that's... So we're over here eating ham and turkey. Fucking samurai are out there snacking down on a fucking bucket of eight-piece. I mean, it's cheaper. It really is. Faster. Well, I don't know about cheaper nowadays. It's definitely faster, though. Because you didn't cook shit. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Why do we kiss under the mistletoe? I think that was just like something that dudes made up just so they could like make out with bitches. No. I think that's what it was. This is rooted in Norse mythology. No, this is rooted in motherfuckers just wanting to make out. The History Channel reports that Frigg, the goddess of love, promised to kiss anyone who passed under the berry-laden plant after it saved her son's life. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until the 18th century, however, that the Christmas custom picked up steam in England. Yeah. So that is that is a Viking tradition. Yeah, yeah. Vikings always want to make out with motherfuckers. <laughs> oh. Santa Claus. What about him? Origins of Santa Claus. Where, who is Santa Claus based on? St. Nicholas. Of? What do you mean, of? There's an of after it. I I don't know. Of Germany? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Mira. Mira? Or Myra. I don't know. However you want to... 
however you want to pronounce it. The history of Santa Claus dates all the way back to the 3rd century to a Turkish monk named St. Nicholas who was famous for helping the poor and sick. Dutch immigrants eventually brought the story of the man they called Sinterklaas to New York where his legend continued. I think I think I remember reading something about St. Nick also being the patron saint of prostitutes. <laughs> no, that's Wunderslausch. I don't think so. <laughs> yes, that was Wunderslausch. No, no, I think you're just making shit up now. No, South Park made it up. Uh, now, this one surprises me. Okay. This is, without a doubt, my one of my mother's favorite Christmas movies of all times. Okay. Starring Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Can you tell me the name of the movie? Oh, fuck no. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. It was a box office flop. Well, I could see that. It had Jimmy Stewart in it. <laughs> the enduring Christmas classic initially bombed at the box office. It wasn't until 1974, when its copyright expired and television networks could air it for free, that it cemented its place as one of the most beloved Christmas movies of all time. I mean, that, that, but that's how a lot of movies go. Like, if you look at, like, the Boondock Saints. Yeah. They didn't do well in the box office, but... It was a cult classic. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just because it doesn't do well in the box office doesn't mean it's not going to be a well, I mean, favorite. Look at Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that started off as a web series. Yeah. And has become one of the biggest Netflix series of all times. Well, it wasn't really a web series. Like, YouTube, YouTube was trying to get into the Netflix-ish market. Yeah. So they created YouTube Red, and that was the first show they did. Yeah. And uh, then Netflix bought it, and man, I'm not mad at it. No, not at all. Where does eggnog originally come from? Side note, if you can drink eggnog, you can swallow. True. Um, I don't know. Germany. Most historians agree that eggnog is a descendant of the medieval British drink posset, which was made with wine or beer, cream, sugar, and egg, according to smithsonian.com. That sounds absolutely horrible. Yes, it does. How tall was the world's tallest Christmas tree? Cut Christmas tree. Real Christmas tree that was actually cut. 48 feet. No. Well, then I don't know. I'll get. I'll give you another. I'll give you another shot. It's 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 a three digit number. Three. God damn. Yeah. What they do? Cut down a fucking sequoia. A hundred and fifty four. Two hundred and twenty one feet tall. For fucking why? Who put the star on the son of a bitch? A plane. <laughs> <laughs> The towering Douglas fir was put on display and decorated at a shopping center in Seattle in 1950. Oh, fucking course it was. According to the Guinness World Records. I still want to know who put the star on the son of a bitch. Ah, interesting. Classic Christmas poem. Okay. What's it called? Fuck, I don't know. How does it start? Fuck, I don't know. What the fuck you're talking about? The classic Christmas poem. Twas the night before Christmas. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually has a totally different title. Some motherfucker fit to break in your house. <laughs> Clement Clark Moore's iconic 1823 poem is actually called A Visit from St. Nicholas. It's more commonly known as "Twas the Night Before Christmas" because of its famous first line. Yeah, it's more commonly known as a motherfucker about to break in your house. Ah, that's a fun fact I did not know. Tinsel, tinsel. Yeah, you know that shit you throw on the tree and it makes a mess, and the cat's always pulling it down off the tree and everything. Yeah, bitch, to sweep up out of carpet. Yeah, what did it used to be made of? Uh-huh. Well, what color is most tinsel? Silver. There you go. Aluminum foil. Silver, 
was the material used to make tinsel. Oh, just silver? Like, yeah. It's like, hey, this metal thing will be good. When tinsel was first used in the early 1600s in Germany, it was made of thin strips of real silver. Because the metal tarnishes so easily, it was eventually replaced with a combination of tin and lead. Okay. <laughs> what up, lead poisoning? Hell yeah. Hmm. What was the first song played in space? <sighs> Since we're talking about Christmas stuff, it's obviously a Christmas song. Yeah. Um... And I will even give you a date. December 16th, 1965. Let's see here. White Christmas. No. Ah, fuck, I don't know. Jingle Bells. Why would you play the most basic white bitch <laughs> Christmas song ever? On December 16th, 1965, the classic Christmas song was broadcast during NASA's Gemini 6A space flight. Fun fact. In uh, sixth grade, I was in beginner band. Right. We did a Christmas concert every year. Right. We had to learn two songs. Right. One was Jingle Bells. Right. And the other one, I can't remember the name, but it was a fucking Christmas song. And, was uh, it Carol of the Bells? Nah, fuck no, it wasn't Carol of the Bells. <laughs> a bunch of sixth graders trying to play Carol of the Bells? That's not going to fucking work. So, um, be a lot cooler if you did. So everybody learned Jingle Bells. Right. And about three motherfuckers learned the other song. <laughs> because it was way harder. And we just did not want to put that fucking effort into it. How did the tradition of Christmas trees begin? Somebody chopped down a tree and was like, yo, holiday tree. Boom. Germany. Of fucking course it's <laughs> Germany. Started the Christmas tree, t- Christmas tree tradition, say that five times fast, in the 16th century when Christian families set up trees in their homes and decorated them with lighted candles. Well, that seems like a fire hazard. Uh, right. <laughs> What company played a big role in shaping the image of Santa? Coca-Cola. Yes. Holy fuck. (laughs) I was totally fucking taking a guess on that one. In 1931, Coca-Cola commissioned the artist Haddon Sundblom to paint Santa Claus for the company's Christmas ads. Inspired by the 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, a.k.a. Twas the Night Before Christmas, The artist created the warm, jolly character we all know today, complete with rosy cheeks, a white beard, and twinkling eyes. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. Like, that's the reason I went to Coke is because every time, every fucking Christmas, they always do those Coke ads with fucking Santa. Now they do the polar bears. Yeah, but, you know, it used to be, always used to be Santa. So it just kind of made sense to me. Ah. Which fairy tale helped inspire gingerbread houses? Hansel and Gretel. Yes. Man, I had to dig way back in the gray matter (laughs) for that one. Although gingerbread houses date back to the 1600s, the tradition became widespread in Germany. <laughs> Fucking Germany, man. After the story of Hansel and Gretel was published in 1812. Yeah. It didn't, you know, those grim fairy tales. They didn't, uh, they ended a lot differently. Yes. <laughs> um, just saying. Uh, this says the first Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, you know, Totally famous Christmas tree, Home Alone 2. Yep. First Rockefeller Center Christmas tree was actually small. Like, what, really small? It doesn't say, it doesn't give the size, but all it says is construction workers placed the first small undecorated tree at Rockefeller Center in 1931. These days, the famous tree features more than 25,000 lights. That's a hell of a electricity bill. Yeah, it is. Duh, what? I don't know. 
You're reading. I've never heard of this. What's the story behind the Christmas pickle ornament? Fuck, I don't know about no pickle, Rick. Many families take part in this quirky tradition in which the first child to find the pickle on Christmas morning gets to open the first gift. Well, that's all fine and good if you got more than one kid. According to today, the custom was created to keep kids from rushing through present opening. How in the fuck does that stop rushing through present opening? That's the fuck if I know. Oh, this is interesting. The NORAD Santa tracker began with a wrong number call. (laughs) NORAD Santa tracker began with a butt dial. (laughs) Wow. Every Christmas Eve, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, adjusts its satellites to track Santa on his journey around the world. No, they really don't. The famous holiday tradition all started in the 1950s when a young child accidentally called NORAD Command Center. What? (laughs) How do you even get that number? How do you get a direct line to fucking NORAD? (laughs) What was their fucking telephone number? Two? (laughs) When a young child accidentally called a NORAD Command Center looking for jolly old St. Nick. (laughs) Wow. Man, I wish I had a direct line to fucking NORAD. That'd be cool as shit. Yo, tell me what's going on. (coughs) Here's here's, here's another wrench to throw in the old uh, Christian belief there. Christmas wasn't always on December 25th. Oh, really? The day of Jesus' birth is is actually not mentioned in the Bible. No, it's not. It was initially believed to have taken place on January the 6th. Ooh. <coughs> Why are we ooh in January the 6th? What happened on January the 6th just a couple years ago? <laughs> oh, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for reasons unknown, the celebration was moved to December 25th in the mid-4th century. Um, probably because they were trying to cash in on that whole Yuletide thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Let's see here. That is kind of a... That's an interesting... Okay. An estimated 85% of American kids believe in Santa Claus. That's a high number. I actually think that's a little bit low. Why? I mean, I would think, well, I mean, I guess it really just all depends on the age of the child, but it goes on to say average age when children stop believing. Probably about 10. Nope. Oh, really? Eight. Eight. According to the 2018 International Exeter Santa Survey. But uh, if you think about it, that actually 85% sounds about right. Because let's think of how many Muslims are in, are in this country. Yeah. They don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. So they wouldn't talk about Santa. Yeah. Um, j- Jewish people. But this does not say. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. American kids. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it. I didn't think it specified. <laughs> it's specified, but you got the Muslims and the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't celebrate Christmas, right? I mean, I don't know what Muslims do, but uh, I know Jews are Hanukkah. I can make a comment about what Muslims do, but we might get canceled. And then you have a small number of African American families that do Kwanzaa, yeah. instead of Christmas. No, yep. I don't think Saint Nick is a prevalent. Figure in Kwanzaa. <coughs> Could be wrong there. I don't know. I've never read about it. Uh, so it, it, it makes sense because this is a melting pot and we have more than just one culture and one religion. <sighs> 2020. Fuck that year. Midst of a pandemic. Fuck that year. Total holiday retail sales in 2020. Billions. How many? Multiplicatives. Just throw a number out there. 
Is it double digit? No. Single digit? No. Triple digit? Uh huh. One hundred and thirty billion. Not even close. Jesus. Seven hundred and eighty nine point four billion dollars in holiday retail sales in twenty twenty. Dude, fuck. That's like sneaking up on that T word. Yeah. Is that global or just American sales? Let's see here. Even a global pandemic couldn't stop people from Christmas shopping till they dropped. Total holiday retail sales in 2020 exceeded expectations and grew by 8.3% compared to 2019, according to CNBC and the National Retail Federation. Uh, I'm going to say that's... I'm going to say that's worldwide. That's got to be global. Because, I mean, it makes sense. We're not the only country that celebrates Christmas. Yeah. Santa has his own <coughs> postal code in Canada. Yeah, I don't, don't even ask me what it would be. Canada Post has a Santa letter program where kids can write to St. Nick at the address Santa Claus, North Pole, H-O-H-O-H-O, Canada. Okay. Some lucky kids even get response letters. Yeah, those are canned. I mean, if you're hand-picking kids or just randomly picking kids to send fucking response letters to, to from Santa, that's kind of fucked up. Every time I wrote a letter to Santa, I always got a response. Yeah, from your parents. So? I'm just saying. I still got a response, damn it. <laughs> yeah, your mom was like, no, you're not getting that bike because you've been a little bastard all year long. <laughs> I got those letters, too. How many gifts are given in the 12 days of Christmas? 12? No. Are we counting the birds individually? Yes. God damn, that's like, you got to add one and two and then three. Mm -hmm. It builds exponentially. Yeah, well. If you gave all the gifts listed in the song, the 12 days of Christmas... It would equal 364 presents. And a lot of them are birds, man. They're all birds with the exception of the five golden rings. Not if you do the redneck days of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Do what? (laughs) Chrismica. Christmas and Hanukkah? was popularized by the teen drama The O.C. Okay. Chrismica, or the merging of Christmas and Hanukkah, has been around since the 19th century. But fucking why? But funnily, but funnily enough, the blended holiday didn't really blow up until it was prominently featured in a 2003 episode of The O.C. But why? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't even, I, I, I don't know. Now, you see, this is why I thought that 85% was a little off. An overwhelming majority of Americans celebrate Christmas. Uh-huh. To be exact, 93% of Americans said they celebrated Christmas in 2019. Yeah. No. Now, of course, that's taken into account... Families that don't have kids, so on and so forth. But I would still think. Well, you got to think. Okay, 93% of Americans celebrate Christmas. Yes. Okay. So that leaves 7% that do not celebrate Christmas. Yes. Okay. Now, of that 93%, like you said, how many don't have kids? How many's kids are teenagers or mm-hmm. or grown adults? Mm-hmm. You know, there. I, I would say that kids, like families with really small kids, are probably in the minority in that. Uh, they could be a plurality, but they're. I wouldn't say they were the majority. Okay, if you get this one, I'll buy a set of darts to replace the ones that you broke. <laughs> yeah, I broke the fuck out of those darts. <laughs> what is title and artist? What is the best-selling Christmas song of all time? 
I don't fucking know. You're buying the darts. Bing Crosby's classic song, White Christmas. Man, I should have got that. Is not only the best-selling Christmas song, but the best-selling single of all time. And the reason I should have got that is because when Christmas rolls around, that's the first fucking song that pops into my head Mm -hmm. every time. And it's because of my mom, because she used to play trumpet. Right. And every year around Christmas, she'd break her trumpet out and get her music out, and that was one of the songs she would play. Yep. (coughs) Natalie Wood. Okay. Played little girl in Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. Still believed in Santa Claus when she starred in Miracle on 34th Street. Well, they ruined that for her, didn't they? <laughs> right. The actress was eight years old during filming, and she later wrote in her biography that she thought Edmund Gwynn, the actor who played Santa Claus in the movie, was the real deal. Maybe they did ruin that for her. <laughs> I had never seen him without his beard because he used to come in early in the morning and spend several hours <laughs> putting on his wonderful beard and mustache. At the end of the shoot, when we had a set party, I saw this strange man without the beard, and I just couldn't get it together. Okay, they didn't ruin it for Kudos to them. That was the best kept secret in Hollywood for a little bit. Right? Let's see here. Oh, that kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. Feelings are hurt. Rudolph was a marketing gimmick. What the fuck were they marketing? <laughs> Blinkers? <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was, made his debut in 1939 in a giveaway coloring book created by a copywriter for the Montgomery Ward Department Store. I thought that was just like a, a nice way of saying, use your blinkers, asshole. <laughs> Why do we leave milk and cookies for Santa? Because that motherfucker be hungry. In America, the tradition of leaving cookies and milk for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve took root during the Great Depression. When parents encouraged children to keep their charitable spirit alive in the face of financial hardship. But fuck them, but fuck them reindeer, right? There wasn't ain't no, not never mention of the carrots for the reindeer. Nope. Man, fuck them reindeer, I guess. So that's that was the end of that list. <laughs> There were some fun facts in there I didn't know. Yeah, I got a couple of those questions right. You did. Just not the one that would have got you a brand new set of darts. Eh, it's fine. We got to build that bar. We do got to build that bar. Right there. (coughs) I'll say this. I don't like Christmas. You like Christmas? I don't like Christmas. You don't like Christmas? I don't. Because now that I'm an adult... And I understand things better. And I see how fucking stupid people get. You know, I was at Walmart today. I was at the one I was at the one in Fort Payne. Yeah. And people were in there doing their Christmas shopping. You know, <laughs> go figure Friday and Saturday before Christmas. Yep. I already hate going to Walmart as it is. I hate going to Walmart in fucking June. Yeah, I hate going to Walmart, period. I just hate Walmart. Biggest reason that I hate it is because people are so fucking inconsiderate. Well, yeah. You know, I I got into a little bit of a spat with somebody today. Hell yeah. Because, and this has nothing to do with Christmas. Maybe a little. They just... It pisses me off more than any fucking thing when a motherfucker is walking to their car and they're walking down the center of the fucking lane. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. That's a good way to get run over. Well, man and his wife and kid. Kid was in the buggy. Dad's pushing. Mom's walking along beside him. Walking down the center of the fucking lane. Uh huh. I hump my horn at him and tell him, get out of the way. Pick a side, asshole. Yeah. I hump my horn. I'm, you know, pointing to the side, you know, move out of the way. 
Dude fucking stopped pushing the buggy and came up to my fucking car, rolled my window down, uh-huh. and said, what's your fucking problem? My fucking problem is you're in the middle of the goddamn lane. Get to one side or the other. <coughs> yeah. People are fucking idiots. Like, have some fucking consideration for other people. I don't like Walmart. And, you know, I don't do well with crowded places. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's a military thing. I don't do well with crowded places. It was fucking crowded in there today. Uh, yeah, Scottsboro Walmart was fucking horrible. The mixture of... It being crowded and people being fucking jackasses. Like, I was losing my fucking shit. Like, I'm storming through the store trying to get the shit that I need and get the fuck out. And I was apparently being a little loud. It's like, I'm walking through the store. I'm like, motherfuckers need to goddamn stop being fucking stupid. Motherfucking sons of bitches. Hell yeah. And people were looking at me as I'm walking by. (laughs) Eh, fuck them. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind Christmas, uh, mostly because you know, kid, right? You know, he enjoys the fuck out of Christmas because right. he enjoys the fuck out of free shit. Well, I saw a thing today. I see it every year at Christmas time. Stop telling your kids the expensive shit that they get, the iPads and the cell phones and the Beats and all that. Stop saying that shit is from Santa. Mm. I mean. Take credit for the expensive shit. Let the fucking clothes and the socks and all that other shit be from Santa. Because (coughs) it it was a social worker who wrote this post. Usually, I don't really agree with what social workers say. This one I agree with. The idea is, you know, you've got your families that are well off. And you have those families that can't afford all the nice things. So, family A, rich fucking family. Kids getting fucking iPads and laptops and cell phones and all that shit. And it's all coming from Santa. Mm-hmm. They go to school. Guys, guys, look at the iPad Santa brought me. Look at this, that thing, all of this expensive shit that fucking Santa Claus brought them. And then down the street, little Timmy got a fucking pair of socks and fucking pack of underwear from Santa. Poor little Timmy. Well, little Timmy sees little Johnny riding around on his new fucking scooter that he got from Santa. Johnny's an asshole. Little Timmy goes home and asks his mom, <coughs> was I not good enough this year? Why little little Johnny got this, 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 and this from Santa, and I got underwear and clothes. <laughs> like, I agree with that, like. Let the fucking take credit for the expensive shit and let the fucking clothes and all that other shit be from Santa. Well, um, see, here's the thing. When I was growing up, the expensive shit came from Santa. That's how it worked. Yeah. The bike came from Santa. Yep. And I'd go to school and be like, yeah, Santa got me a bike. Yeah, and it was the same way for me. Santa got me a Nintendo. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing. Um, it's the different parenting styles. Right. Like, we were we were raised to learn at an early age that you know, life's not fucking fair. True. <laughs> Sometimes Santa's going to get somebody else uh, this, this, and this, and you're going to get fucking clothes. And then you grow up and you realize that Santa's not fucking real, and you're like, oh, we were just fucking poor. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, now, now I know why Santa <laughs> fucked me all you know, the time. I remember the time I found out. <clears throat> I'd got up. I was probably right at seven, eight years old. And I had got up to go use the bathroom. 
It's probably about 11 o'clock, midnight. Yeah. And, you know, being the still believing, oh, my God, did Santa come? Did Santa come? And I peeked my head around the corner, and I see Mom putting gris, putting the gifts under the tree. And there was one in particular that I saw that I made a mental note of. And when we woke up the next morning, I took it out from under the tree, and it said, from Santa. Caught you, bitch. See, when I was like four or five, I had like a fever dream or something. <laughs> I, rem- I remember this vividly. Because I can't remember why, but I was in bed with my mom. And, like, I I think I just, I, I came in there because I, I had a bad dream or something and wound up just going in there with her because, you know, little kid. And I remember getting up in the middle of the night on Christmas and, like, walking out there and seeing fucking Santa putting shit under the tree. Mom was still in bed. And I was like, oh, fucking Santa. I think I had a fever dream <laughs> because there's nobody else that would have been there doing that because at that time we lived in, we lived in this house in guest church. My grandparents lived like, Oh yeah. That was like right down the road from me. Yeah. My, my, my grandparents lived in like 10 miles away. So it wasn't my granddad. It would have been any of my uncles. My mom wasn't married at the time. She didn't have a boyfriend. So, I was like, I, I fever dreamed Santa when I was fucking four or five years old. <laughs> it was very awkward. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, I was, like I guess, yeah, I was probably about seven, eight years old when I caught mom sticking the gifts under the tree. I don't remember what age I was when I stopped believing in Santa Claus. Uh, I was young, I know that, but I don't remember exactly what age. I just knew that at a certain point, I was like, this logic set in. I was like, there's no fucking way Santa exists. <laughs> there's no mathematical way to get from one house to the other all over the fucking world in 24 hours. Not even 24 hours. You got fucking 12, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mathematically impossible. There's no amount of magic that can make this happen. He has a time machine. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. He's the only person that has a time machine. Yeah, no. But I just, I'm re- I remember just coming at it from a logical standpoint, and I was like, damn, this motherfucker ain't real. <laughs> <sighs> I've been lied to. And you know what's fun? I never said anything. Never said anything to mom about that. Like, I, ne- I never reproached my parents and was like, hey, I saw y'all putting the gifts under the tree. I never said anything about it. I just, I just went on. Yeah, it's because the magic, magic of Christmas was ruined. Yep, it was. You went back to your room and cried a little bit, didn't you? No. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, I'm going to go to sleep and wake up and go with those presents. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit who the fuck they came from. That shit's mine. Yeah. Now I'm to the point, like, you know, I spent, I have literally spent every single day on the calendar overseas in Iraq. To include Christmas. Uh-huh. I just, I just, it's another fucking day to me. <laughs> eh. Like I said, you know, different with the kid because of how excited he gets for shit. Right. But <coughs> I can tell you this, I spent way too much fucking money this year. <laughs> <coughs> like, oh, man. Good God, I've spent too much fucking money on Christmas. Yeah, like, I just... <sighs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing this beanie that uh, my manager knitted it. Knitted it. Knitted it. She knitted these, hand-knitted these fucking beanies for every single one of the people in the support department. That must have taken fucking weeks. I don't know how long it took her. God bless her. I, I, I did some shit for the people in the support department, <laughs> but I outsourced my labor. <laughs> Hell yeah. I had mom do all that shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, God. She's laid up in bed. She ain't got nothing better to do. Mom, knit me some of these things. <laughs> oh. And she did. I ain't shipping them bastards. I'll tell you that much right now. 
<laughs> You'll get them when I see you. Literally, like, I, I, I have a work conference next month up there in Minnesota. And I am, I, I even made the announcement during our fucking team meeting earlier this week. Like, yeah, I was going to ship these out. But then I saw the rates went up at the post office because of the holidays. And no, <laughs> I'll see you next month. <laughs> I will see y'all next month. I will just bring them with me. Yeah. Yeah, I got some things for the people at work. You know. I got a phone. <laughs> I'm going to be a dick to one of the drivers. Oh, God. Okay, so we have a driver at work. His name's Steve. Right. He's a short guy. Uh-huh. I mean, like, comically short. Like, we represent the lollipop kid. Not quite that comically short because you couldn't have a CDL. Nah, yeah. But I, I think he's like 5'6". 5'5", 5'6". That's pretty short for a dude. Okay, so he's Carlton short. Yeah. And uh, we give him hell about, like, why can't you just be taller all the time? <laughs> so what I'm actually looking for, I'm going to go to the store and see if I No. <laughs> I'm going to get him high heels. <laughs> I'm actually going to get him a pair of high heels. Oh, I thought you were going to get him some of those little slip-in risers. No, I'm going to get him a pair of high heels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh man, don't get don't get them high heels. Get them get them like some fucking thick platform boots or something. No, I, I, no high heels is the joke. <laughs> I want him to open it and laugh. <laughs> um, I mean, the same thing could be accomplished with like a fucking three inch platform boot. <laughs> yeah, but it's not high heels. <laughs> now I've got to find a pair. I don't even care if they fit him. <laughs> it's a fucking gag gift. Like, it's a throwaway. So go down to fucking Salvation Army and get a pair of fucking high heels. I'm probably going to. <laughs> Throw them in a box, wrap them up, put his name on them. You got to wrap it up nice and pretty, too. Oh, fuck yeah. You got to make it look like it's a fucking big deal. Actually, what I might do is, like, <coughs> put a box inside of a box. So like, Inside of a box? Like, yeah, boxception. <laughs> <coughs> put that little box inside of a bigger box. Wrap the bigger box and the smaller box. So he opens the big box, then he opens it up, and then there's a small box, and he has to open that up, and then it's fucking high heels. No, all right. Three boxes. The first <coughs> box, the very big outer box. Well, that's the thing. You got to get a big box, like yeah. big enough to fit that fucking mini fridge. Oh, I got those at work all the time. Yeah, I got yeah. those at work. Yeah, get one of those. Don't wrap that. Yeah. Then you take the medium box. Uh-huh. And you wrap that. Uh-huh. So that he thinks, oh, damn, this is a nice fucking present he got me. Yeah. And then he opens it up. And it's a smaller, more elegantly wrapped box. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he thinks, oh, damn, this is going to be a nice one. Uh-huh. And then he opens it up, and there it is. Yeah. <laughs> High heels. Yeah. Yeah. I love fucking with that guy. <laughs> like... Like we, we, he, he, but he gives himself shit about being short too. So it's not like it's just like a one way street there, right? But like I give him like some of the jokes I've came up with for this motherfucker are great. Like he was standing there one day and he was talking because he talks shit to me all the time, and I was like, you know what, Steve, you're one diaper change away from being a fucking toddler. <laughs> And then the other day, he had to do, like, a couple runs, so he didn't get back to like, super late. And somebody was like, where the fuck is Steve? And I was like, he could be in this room right now. We just don't see him. <laughs> uh, I give that guy so much hell. Oh, man. <sighs> well, that's a good place to leave it right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for Christmas to get here and get gone. Uh, eight more days. Yep, eight more days. Ah, up oh, seven more days now. Uh, yep, yep, seven more days. <sighs> Merry Christmas from us here at Two Beards Talking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. I'll figure out how to word eventually. Yeah, you almost fucked that up hard. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>